Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. podcast about a show that so many people are already excited about. <laughs> you know? The first few chords and everybody goes crazy and then we feel really famous. <laughs> but really, it's because everyone loves Buffy. Hi! Yes, hey. Hello. <laughs> Do we, we have to read our professional introductions? <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, quite. Okay, great. Uh, welcome to Buffering the Vampire Slayer, a podcast where we're watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time. I am Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And today we're discussing season two, episode five, Reptile Boy. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast every week for an original song written by us, recapping the Buffy episode we're discussing. Uh, Reptile Boy was written and directed by David Greenwalt. And it originally aired October 13th, 1997. Jenny loves David Greenwald so much. <laughs> I've never heard her just say David Greenwald. It's always David Greenwald. I, you know? It's okay. Great. Um, so usually, uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know that usually I read the IMDb summary. But I was so moved today um, by the episode because I didn't really remember what it was about from my first viewing that I wrote my own summary. <clears throat> In this episode, a bunch of white men with rich dads <laughs> keep, keep women in the basement of their private club and eventually kill them to maintain their own wealth and power. <laughs> they also answer to a reptile. So this doesn't have any relevance to our current state. Doesn't remind me of any <laughs> being at all. Um, yeah, last, <laughs> last week we asked, um, we asked you all if we should talk about politics or not talk about politics, and the, the responses were really interesting, especially at first, because at first all of the emails were like, no, this is like my safe space, this is my escape, and everyone on Twitter was like, politics! <laughs> but all the people who emailed us and were like, no, this is a safe space, were all of them said first, I really hesitate to tell you guys what to do because it's your podcast. <laughs> However, da da da. Yeah, just everyone really is very everyone is very nice. So we're just going to keep doing what we were doing, which is mostly keeping this as a escapist place, um, but also like calling things out like the theme of this episode and tying it into um, what's going on in the world around us. Great. Oh my gosh, hi everyone. Hello. <laughs> this is so weird. We've never done a live episode before, so normally I would just entirely talk to you, but then I'm panicking about the people inside the microphone. I'm like, will they know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm the people inside the microphone. <laughs> I don't even know how many people are in there, you know? <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Anyhow, 
So let's talk about this episode, shall we? Oh, I loved this episode. We um we tried to say the patriarchy once. I promise you, we're going to say the patriarchy like four hundred fifty thousand times. Tonight, great, 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 great. Um, the first thing that I would like to talk about is the hair braiding that happens right at the start. Jenny, we watched it twice today, and Jenny did not notice this. Well, there's a lot of plot being narrated while what you're about to talk about is going on. Uh, yeah, I, did, I was paying mostly attention to the fact that on Xander's side of Willow's head, there was a perfect French braid. <laughs> And Buffy, like, the whole time, Buffy just, like, kind of, like, flimsily. <laughs> like, she didn't do anything with the hair. So that's all. I don't have, like, a further commentary. I just thought it was really interesting. That's all I have to say. Hard agree. Right? Yeah. Right? And the other pre-credits thing that I loved was the chase scene. I thought it was just really, really well done. I felt out of breath, like, after it was, you know, because just... It was solid. It was a great chasing. Do you buy those shoes with that outfit, though? No, I kind of didn't. I don't really understand the origin of the outfit because, like, later we find out what's happening, and it doesn't seem like she. Like, it seems like she would have either had like full attire and sneakers. Or, you know what I mean? I didn't. It didn't make sense to me. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it yeah, did. Yeah. It was. It looked nice. The white sneakers with the slip. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Kate Leth couldn't make it tonight. She would have had a so lot lost. to say about so many things in this episode. Can um, I just say that Richard Anderson is a fucking J.C. Penny model? Oh, yes. That hair? Yes. Uh, Richard Anderson, in case you're wondering, is the um, male offender number one. Well, <laughs> number one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we want to try to keep track of numbers. Yeah. <laughs> in this episode specifically. <laughs> um, cool. So that's my pre... Did you have anything from, the, from before the credits that you wanted to talk about? Those were... The, I, I just took them all. Great. Well, I have another one for after the credits. Also, I don't mean to, I don't mean to call you out. You're sitting right in front of me, but you're wearing... The person right in front of me, to those of you inside the microphone, <laughs> is wearing a shirt with a cat on it that looks like the cat shirt that Buffy wears. She made it. <gasps> it is no! exactly that. And it's Poppy Wow. Could you, would you mind, is this too much? Would you, st would you mind rising for the national <laughs> anthem? Yeah. Uh, Praise to you. Yeah, we will have to get a picture of all of us with your cat shirt. Oh, everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. I didn't bring my selfie stick, but I think we can do it. Um, cool. So, thank you for that. Um, I, I, I picked two sound clips for tonight, one of which I'm going to play now. Ooh, can you tell? Is that, it's happening. Is that from me? Um, which is one of my favorite parts about this whole episode. It happens many times, but I just, um, I just played one, or I just recorded one. Cool, so yeah, that's Cordelia laughing. Uh, <laughs> this is a really strong Cordelia episode. Um, can we just hear it for Cordelia in this episode? Right. It's really, I think I internalize a lot about the characters because like when everybody cheered for Buffy, I felt like they were cheering for me. And when you all just thought for Cordelia, I was like, that's also for me. It's not for me. Who am I? No, I mean, you can have your own journey. I, I, I'm just saying what's going on in my head. Also like, 
Cordelia's sort of like business casual orthodontist office receptionist. <laughs> yeah. Like sweater vest, blue shirt, skirt thing. I just want you to know in front of all these people. Right. When I was in high school and I was like, what is a girl? Like, how can I be a girl but like feel okay exactly like that? That was like my dream out, I was like, oh, if only I could acquire a sweater vest, a button-down shirt, and that, and that skirt. In high school? Yeah, I was like, that's, that's the kind of like girl I could be. Wow. <laughs> but you just never got the sweater vest. Well, I got sweater vests, but they were more like Xander sweater vests. Yeah, I see. <laughs> and then you just jumped right from there to the schoolgirl outfits that you yeah, played your shows I, in. Okay, so moving <laughs> swiftly forward. They're public schoolgirl outfits. They're, public schoolgirl outfits. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> cool, so let's talk about the relationship between Giles and Buffy in this episode. Um, I really do want to talk about it, though. Oh, my God, yeah. For a second. Totally. It's this like, is, fuck off, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like a major fuck you, Dad episode. And it's really, I think it's really well done. Like, Buffy's like, fuck you, Dad, and Giles is like, tapping his watch and you know yeah yeah yeah. getting all mad and gilesy well but because he's trying to protect her because he knows what she's up against yeah no i I, (laughs) (laughs) you really got the subplot of the (laughs) of the show i'm just saying Great, great. Um, well, we're about to we're about to call our very first guest up. I'm so excited for the human beings that are going to be taking the stage with us tonight. Um, but before before we get there, there's one more thing I want to talk about, which is um, the scene between Angel and Buffy in the graveyard. <laughs> what is it? Is it a graveyard or a cemetery? I, I know we established this, but I forget. Every I think time. it's a cemetery because it is not we don't attached see a to a church attached to a cemetery. Anyhow, Angel is like, "There's blood on it." Like. <laughs> First, no hello. No. Just once again appears out of nowhere. There's blood on it. And then they, of course, they finally address the age difference between them. You're 16. I'm 241. Uh, If we date, one thing's going to lead to another. What exactly? My question is, like, what is he worth? Like, what does he not think is, like, clear in Buffy's mind about, like, what would happen next? They're going to... Bone. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he says it's going to get out of control. (laughs) Out of control. Is that like a threat or like a (laughs) threat? Sounded like a promise to me. It did. It did. Uh, And then uh, the last thing that I will quote from this scene is Buffy's line where she's like, When you kiss me, I want to die. Great, Chris, want to come hang out with us? <laughs> Wait, you stay right there. Because I have to read something to you. Uh, really uh, about you. Can I just tell one short an- anecdote? How do you say that? Anecdote? <laughs> Live is hard. I can't cut that out from your brains ever. <laughs> um, I, we had like 20 minutes before we left the house today. And I was like, Jenny, you want, want to just like write the bios real quick? And like, minutes were passing and passing and more minutes were passing and I was like are you done and she was like no she spent so much time on writing these bios 
that I want everyone to be very proud of all of them. I just like it's we all our guests are creative people and like yeah. describing creative work is difficult and like what if I say a thing that like is a pet peeve of theirs in the way that like they're being described like it would just crush my soul. <laughs> it would make me want to die. <laughs> so our first guest self-identifies as a former baby, current songwriter, and future corpse. His latest solo album, Can't Die, is out now on Side One Dummy Records. He's one half of Antarctica Vespucci. He's the co-host of Back to the Island, a non-sequential lost rewatch podcast. And he co-hosts America's premier and only Chicken Wings and Airplanes podcast, Wingnuts, which was conceptualized when someone was super high. He's also my doppelganger. Please welcome to the stage, Chris Barry. Great. Okay, wow. Hi. hi, welcome. Great to see you. Yeah. Wow, here we are. Yeah, we're hi. here. Thanks Have for you, having me. Thanks for being here. Can you tell which one is Jenny and which one is Chris? <laughs> Hold really still. Yeah. <laughs> I have a much larger head than you, I think. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Chris, not to reveal your secrets the moment that you step foot on stage, but um, Chris has never seen an episode except for this one. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, it's great. I wrote some notes. Oh, great. Great, great, great. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, What'd you write those notes on? It's the only piece of paper I could find. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, Chris has unfolded a piece of paper revealing his headshot on <laughs> one side, notes on the I other. I just grabbed whatever I could. <laughs> Okay, right. yeah, well... I can wait on the No, notes. no, please. I, I don't know. Please, please let us know what, um, what some of your notes are. I would oh, like... my God! I accidentally wrote Chandler in s when I meant Xander a bunch. Oh, wow. That is... You're not far characters. off. Not far off. They're pretty similar. And then wow. uh, I was glad that you guys said uh, braids because I wrote down Chandler's pretending to be doing pigtails to her. <laughs> which is braid braiding. Which is braiding. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But you were Same close. Diff. You were close. Totally. Great. I think we should go down your notes. I okay, think, yeah, I think sure. it's going to be good for everyone. Cordelia is reading a magazine called Teen Time. <laughs> is that a popular magazine in this I universe? I didn't notice that. It's just Teen Time. Teen Time, yeah. I was homeschooled, so I don't know. What the kids were reading? What the kids were reading. So you've never heard of Teen Time is what you're <laughs> right. saying. Wow. No, neither have I. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah, me either. So it's not real. No. I didn't think no. so. Um, is the library always cl uh, closed? Has anybody ever been in the library Amazing except question. for Buffy? <laughs> Amazing question. Yeah, it's a go ahead, Jenny. It seems to be exclusively for the purpose of uh, weapons trading, <laughs> late night research meetings, and occasionally when they need to introduce a new character, they'll bring them into the library. So everyone's like, oh, we've really got to notice this person because no one else has ever been in the library. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, one, there's one episode in season one where they like pan on a sign that says like library closed to like suggest that that's why no one's in it but then never again <laughs> never so, again yeah or at least never again that i remember so yeah it's just sunnydale they don't like the library wow and that guy's a the boss of the library essentially <laughs> well <laughs> he's the high school librarian but he's librarian. also librarian yes hey, 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 hey. <laughs> 
He's right. also Buffy's watcher, which right. is like a, um, it's sort of like a, well, it's a, it's a job, uh, but it's also sort of a calling, right. you know? Uh, and he's employed by the Watchers Council in England. Oh. And they, uh, they f- create watchers who are all assigned to uh, potential slayers. Cool. Right? And then when a slayer is called, then that wa- the corresponding watcher is, is doled out. Do you think that they're all... Thank you. Do you think that they're... <laughs> Do you think that they're all librarians and watch? Like, do you think that? Do you think that Giles had to learn how to be a librarian? Or That's like they their front, all, right? Or like, does some of them learn how, have to learn how to be cooks? Like, you know? Do, do you feel like he really knows much about librarianing? Because I feel like he's just his English, and everybody's like, I buy it. Yeah. You know? That's true. I worked on me. I was yeah. like, he's great at being a librarian. Have you ever seen him interact with the Dewey Decimal System? He's always just like, it's over in the bloodletting section. <laughs> Like, that's not how libraries are organized, <laughs> sir, in America. It's true. It's true. Okay. What, what else, else do you got? Yeah, this is great. This is going as well as I hope to. <laughs> great, great, great. Okay, so then there's a party scene. And, um, of course, I've been to a party before. But is this what parties are like? <laughs> Have you ever been to a frat party? Uh, probably not. I would, I would, <laughs> I would guess probably, no. Right? Yeah. Have, no. you, have you ever been to a frat party, Jenny? I never have been. My college didn't have uh, frats. Oh, right. You went to an artsy school with no frats. SUNY Purchase, for the record. Nice. I, I went to a SUNY, too. SUNY Binghamton. But, but they, your SUNY had Oh, frats. yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to a lot of frat parties, um, and nobody wore ties. Like, there, it, was n- <laughs> it was not that kind of a frat party. Also, no one slow danced ever. I was very right, confused I wrote, yeah, about I was, that. Yeah, well, I was curious about that, too. It was, and was, was there a sh- shrimp? Shrimp? No shrimp. No shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately distracted by shrimp is the note. Yeah, when Chandler got to the party, he was... First of all, he's dressed with a red uh, polo yes. shirt and khaki pants, which... Target. He, yeah, he works at Target, obviously. Or he's your dad. Right. Uh, and then he was like there to protect Buffy, I guess. But then somebody walked by with a, a plate of shrimp and he was like, ooh. Well, who's Buffy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Xander, Xander does like prep dress was really funny for me. That was like very enjoyable for me. Oh, you don't know yep. Xander Chandler very so, well. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> But his, his, what he thought a frat guy would wear to a party, I really liked. The red, the Target costume. I just what do you re- call it? Uniform. Target costume. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was a little boy, um, I, I was familiar with Buffy. I don't think I watched it, but I knew there was a character named Xander on it. Mm-hmm. And I told all my friends uh, to call me Xander. Because I thought it was a cooler name than Chris. Did did they? No. <laughs> how how old were you when you attempted this name change? Twelve. Okay. Ten. Ten, and you you were like, "Call me Xander," and they were like, "No," and it ended. Or did you like? <laughs> I they would probably be like Chris and be like Xander, but <laughs> it's fine. Good. Yeah. Oh my God. Were the, was, did we answer all your questions? No, now? I have a few more. Yeah. Uh, school newsletter um, is apparently in this world the only place to find out if a person is a missing person or not. Well, yeah. I feel like they didn't know who she was. 
they just knew where she went to school, right? Because e- the bracelet was like ENT, and they were like, oh, Kent. Oh, Kent is a right, prep right, school. Right. They weren't looking up, did also, somebody get the, for the missing girl who's chained up in the basement? Sorry. The missing girl who's chained up in the basement <laughs> with Buffy and Cordelia? Her last name is also Anderson, the same as Richard Anderson, the J.C. Penny model from the first chase scene. Male offender number one. Is, are they brother and sister? Is that the is that the gross vibe? Because the patriarchy, he doesn't even care about his sister. He's like, I need more reptile demon money. Yeah. For my coffers. No. Okay. I don't know that anyone can answer that question for you, but no, it's a creepy question. <laughs> Please go on. So yeah, and also, Chris, uh, generally speaking, Sunnydale and neighboring towns don't operate with the same parameters that um, most towns do. Right. People die and nobody calls the cops. Things aren't in the papers. <laughs> right. It's generally. Yeah, that was a question I yeah, had. Yeah, because it just, it's too much. They, they live yeah. on a hellmouth, and so, you know, they just can't. It's too much to They're do. They're just people. The, hellmouth you know? is a portal to, portal to, to hell? To hell, or yes. right. to hell. Yes. To... <laughs> Um, I wrote down the Illuminati, obviously. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, when of he course. when they kicked uh, uh, Z- Xander out of the party, he said, "Party's over, jerk water." And I've never heard anybody <laughs> say that before. <laughs> jerk water. I didn't even hear that. Are you gross. gonna Are you gonna adopt that? Are you gonna No, it's you know gross. what I would call what I, if I had to guess what's jerk water? I would say like probably milk. Milk no, is no, jerk no. water. Don't speak about Good milk call. Like You that. see, the reason that Jenny is saying that is because Chris... Everybody loves milk. No. Everybody loves okay. milk. Okay, all right. Chris? Everybody loves milk. <laughs> Chris. Chris. Everybody here is going to be pretend like they think milk is gross to drink every night. At night? Chris. Night milk. Chris drinks a glass of milk every day. It's very upsetting to both Jenny and myself. <laughs> Is it upsetting to anyone in this room? No. Yeah. yeah. Sound. He also has started Sound sending me pictures there. of his empty milk glass. Yeah. <laughs> the emoji updates were not good for our collective friendship at all. Yeah. Also wore um, his milk pin today yeah. to spite me. Just to spite. Yeah. To spite you. Milk cool. rocks. Thanks. Great. 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 Um. Wait. I have a question for you. Um, so I played that Cordelia laugh earlier because I, I love course, it yeah, and yeah. I love her fake laugh and I thought something fun that we could do tonight is just ask each of our guests um, heads up to the two of you incoming to do your best fake laugh. If you could, I, I would just like to know what it sounds like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Farron's fake laugh. Okay. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Really, really good. Really oh, fantastic. wow. Um, I this, bought it. This has been a joy. A treasure. A real oh treasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, and it's really one, like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity because now you know something about the series. We can never do this again. This is again. the first day yeah. of So the you're rest saying you're never going to be back on the podcast. Never. <laughs> All right, fine. Wow. All Great. Right. Um, thank you, Chris Farron. Yeah, everybody thank give you. it up for Chris. Oh my god. Great. Oh, are you going to stay over there now? Yes. Fine. Fine. That's fine. You don't have to be here. Also, don't worry. Chris left his headshot. I'll take that. Okay, great. Um, cool. So before we bring up our next guest, 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 
Um, there are a few other things that I, I want to talk about. Yes. I don't know about you. Um, first of all, I would just like to give a shout out to Cordelia's line, it's like we're sisters with really different hair. <laughs> a plus. Um, Jenny, would you like to, you can, you can take a point. I'd like to take a point. Ritual cutting, shirtless hunks, chanting. This is a frat for me. This is my frat. I'm ready to pledge. I take, I take severe issue with using our beloved term hunk on, I understand visual, visual hunks, but I revoke their- Oh, because they're evil? They're evil. Because of the patriarch. Patriarchy is taking hunks away from me. <laughs> The patriarchy takes so this many This is hunks. bad. This is the last straw, for sure. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't want it to be Me this too. way. But together we will fight it, you know? Okay. Yeah. One day we might find a hunk. <laughs> oh, also, um, Buffy lies to Giles. That's a big deal, right? Yeah. So it's another, I mean, it's just underlining the dad. Yeah, you ever lie to your dad? Everyone just got so nervous. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but do I? Am I going to be on the podcast? Or are you going to tell my dad? I was just asking you. Have oh. you ever lied to your dad? <laughs> so my diversion tactic didn't work. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't like remember lying directly to only my dad, but I definitely have lied to my parents so many times in my life. I used to be only allowed to wear shorts to school when it was sixty degrees or warmer. Come on, guys. But I would wear... That sounds pretty reasonable. <laughs> Fine, whatever. But I, like, I really liked wearing shorts, so I would wear... I would put my shorts on, and then I would put my jeans on, and then when I would get on the bus, I would take my jeans off, wear my shorts all day at school, and then put my jeans back on. And um, one day, my mom picked me up from the bus stop unexpectedly, unannounced, and was like, we're going to the mall because you need to try on clothes. And I was like, oh, fuck! Because I had the double situation, and like she was going to be all in the dress. Anyway, she found out I got in big trouble. That's my whole story. Also, I lied about having, like things in my room like alcohol and marijuana. Oh yeah, you were holding cigarette. them for a friend. I went to see I went to see Maya Angelou speak. <laughs> like my parents should probably get off my back, you know? I was going to do good shit. And then I and then I came home and they were like, we found something in your room. But they didn't say what and I had like beer under the headboard and weed in one drawer and then cigarettes somewhere else. Um, and I, I somehow got through it when they, they had found the weed. <laughs> and then I had to go to a school counselor. <laughs> wow. It's fine. Did you ever lie All to your dad? All the time. Did you ever lie to your dad? All the time. Like, well, my dad wasn't really like around to lie. To I mean, like, I was on one week. Like, we, weren't, we didn't spend enough time together for me to really like get to a point where I would need to lie, you know? But like parents, yes. Yes. Of course. But you're not going to tell us. Oh, just like, just like, oh, bye. For, have a great weekend away. I will sit in the house and not get a keg and not have people over. Yeah. Did you get a keg in your own house? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was never able to. No, pull but off. like underage drinking is like really not cool, and like don't do that. And also lying to your parents is like really not cool. Yeah, and also <laughs> weed is not weed is cool. <laughs> I don't smoke weed because I can't. My brain is not built for it. But, but it seems great. But it seems awesome. Yeah. People love it. Yeah. I was always, I found out that I was having, a, I thought that weed was horrible. Like as a teenager, it would always make me feel horrible. And then later in life, I had anxiety attacks and realized that when I was younger, I was just ha like, I would smoke weed and it would give me an anxiety attack. 
And I, no one, that's why everyone else was having so much fun. They weren't feeling what I was feeling. It was a whole thing. It's okay, guys. Anxiety, it's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all right. Everyone's like, oh, it got really real in here. Really <laughs> it's okay. Weed is cool. Anxiety attacks are manageable. Everything's fine. Um, great. Oh, oh, something really fun is about to happen. So um, Cordelia drives in this. <laughs> Cordelia, I think, has had a different car every time she's driven on, this, on the show. And I assume it's because she crashes the car every time and somehow gets a new one. And also, her license plate is Queen C. Queen C. I made Jenny pause it because I had to say Queen C like really loud a lot of times in a row. <laughs> I don't want to miss any of the episode. So without further ado, um, for our beloved Cordelia, we're going to try to play uh, the Cordelia jingle live. <laughs> Won't you please join us if you are so compelled in lifting our voices to praise our queen. Are you ready to do the thing? Yeah, yes I am. Okay, I'm gonna fade it in. That's great. That's it's really working. Cordelia. I love you, Cordelia. You're perfect, Cordelia. <laughs> that went great. That went great. That went great. Thank you, Chris, for loaning us your. Yeah, thanks what a lot, is it Chris. Called? It's called a cue cord. A cue cord. Loan. Ha! What? <laughs> what? What <laughs> What just happened? Nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Great. Um, uh, great. Do you, do you have anything? I have one more thing before oh, hit we call it. up our please, next guest, which is one, a note that I took while watching, which is men do such a good job playing men in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. You know? just really nail it um so on that note oh i get to read your beautiful bio that you wrote on that note <clears throat> our next guest is a comedian writer and actor she's written for auto straddle jezebel huffington post billy on the street the collective and the experiment to name a few she is a recurring character on season two of amazon's emmy winning series transparent and co-hosts two podcasts brand new podcast and hamilton the podcast i know right everyone's very impressed <laughs> Suicide Kale, her first feature film, has won numerous awards, including the Audience Award for First U.S. Narrative Feature at Outfest. She recently released an EP called Likes Me and is totally 100% in a serious thruple with me and Jenny. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Brittany Nichols. Yeah. Hi, Brittany. What's up? Here we are, back, <laughs> back together again. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Yeah, I know, it's been a minute. Why have you been avoiding us? <laughs> you guys, we're supposed to save this for Thrupple's camp. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Thrupple's camp or Thrupple's counseling? Therapy, therapy, therapy. Thrupple's therapy. Not, nothing even close. <laughs> it, like, so, like, letters-wise. I'll go. I'll just... <laughs> What, do you have notes too? Yeah, I do. Wow, this is great. Everyone's so prepared. 
<laughs> Gabby, Gabby is in the audience, so panicked. I do not have notes. I have no notes. Um, but, you know, we can start wherever you guys want to start. I mean, I, I was just going to ask a very general question, which was, like, what you thought of this. Do you have a favorite part of this episode? Um, oh, man. It had, it was the grave. I didn't, first of all, there's a difference between a graveyard and a cemetery. Yeah. I must have. <laughs> I'm sorry that I missed that. I feel like you all mentioned it in an episode, and that's why you guys know. Someone yeah. called you out. Someone no, corrected Jenny you. Knew. Jenny knew. Oh, you just knew that off. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> I like what I like, and like I have my priorities, and like yeah. <laughs> But also, I could be wrong. Like, it's possible we just haven't gotten the email yet. That's like, actually, you know, we like, would have definitely is that gotten how you that think email. You fix glasses? <laughs> yeah. Rub your. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? How do you fix it's glasses? This. No, that's a middle finger, no, Brittany, that's and I'm offended. That's how you fix do your you glasses. do you really push your glasses up like that? Yes. You're I, a I do you have glasses? I've never seen you in glasses. I don't at the moment, but I have worn glasses in my life. And I hope you will again. I yeah, I'm having God my willing. appointment this Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> so yeah, she was born with that knowledge. Um, my favorite part. Uh, was in the whatever it's called where the dead people are <laughs> and it was that line the um uh, I have it and um when you kiss me I want to die oh. <laughs> have you ever kissed somebody and then wanted to die that's my number one feeling after <laughs> kissing anyone <laughs> I just didn't know where it was coming from like, when you kiss me, I want to die so that we can be together forever. When you kiss me, I want to die because it caused me inner turmoil. Like, right? I mean, I think it, I, I took it as inner turmoil, but it seemed really. Or when I, when you kiss me, I want to die because I've experienced like the height of all possible feeling, and I just <laughs> want to ascend, <laughs> or something. Or so I have read. People occasionally feel that way. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, so I've got the thing. So. Yeah, no, it's been nice having you on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much Jenny. for having me. It's been cool being your co-host for these episodes. Yeah. No, but I, I mean, it didn't make sense because like a minute before she was like dreamy talking about Angel in the hallway. Yeah. I could see her being a little like, uh, when I kiss you, it makes me feel feelings. But like, And then she ran away. Right. I would have been I like, mean, no, 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 you come back here. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a little chat. <laughs> Dude is like an iceberg, though. It's like, how do you interact with that? Actually, I have to say that from interacting with other fellow icebergs, um, running away works. You know? No comment. I'm just saying, like, when you when when somebody's like, I'm not interested, and you're like, fine, bye. I mean, I I didn't say when you kiss me, I want to die. Maybe. <laughs> I you might have said that and forgot. Yeah, something close to that, maybe. Lesser, like, when you kiss me, I want to go into a coma. Right, right, right. <laughs> I want to click below. Yeah, yeah. just a little, I want to get a that little... That I'll come out of, and then we can be together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the running away part, you know. When you kiss me, I want to die so that I can be buried, and then my ghost can hang okay, out at my grave right, and watch you visit you and see, like, how long... <laughs> Brittany... Brittany, you, you come regularly to the grave to... Uh, 
Yes? Everyone thinks this is funny, but I have to go home with her. <laughs> and I promise you that for the next week, it's gonna be other iterations of this. Just don't kiss her, so yeah. then you don't have to deal with it. <laughs> I didn't even think it would be triggered by a kiss. I think she'll just be saying Yeah, I don't, I don't need that shit. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> to iterate. I don't need that shit to iterate. I need it to live. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I have to go you now. you turn this off? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Brittany, what else do you have for us? What are your notes? All right, what else I got? I also had very dressed up for a frat party because <laughs> I have been to several. Right. Yeah. Usually there's some sort of vaguely racist theme. <laughs> <laughs> So there's not a lot of like button ups. Not no. Yeah. Definitely not a sports jacket. No. But somebody that we know was in a sorority. Where did Sarah go to college? Texas, somewhere in, in Texas? Texas. And every time she talked about what it was like to be in a sorority, it sounded like it sounded like some high that. society shit. Yeah, it it some did. The gowns. It did not sound like a state university version mm. of what well, I, I think for like their private events, they'll wear like pearls and shit. But if oh it's God. like a campus-wide party right. or mixer, which is what that like sort of seemed like, no, that's not what they would wear. No. Well, maybe because there was like supposed to be like a sacrifice going on downstairs that like <laughs> that's they yeah. align their formal yeah. thing with that business oh. casual sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would have been disrespectful to have the sacrifice if everyone was just like wearing casual clothes upstairs yeah point which brings me to the two guys who were like on guard upstairs yeah <laughs> so like when they come back yeah. in the door and yeah. he's like has the hood on yeah who was who volunteered not to see the sacrifice <laughs> great question they must be fresh they uh, must that's be new what i thought i thought they were right? like pledges or they, they like were pledges because we saw sorry no, it's just because it's. I just maybe they've seen it so many times. Ooh, maybe they're oh, just bored of it. They're like, ugh, another sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Also, was one of the guards the guy that like lumbers toward? Yeah, yeah, the Hulk. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just don't trust that guy <laughs> to be around a, a sacrifice because he was yeah. really. Oh, maybe something. only dudes of a certain um, rank, like maybe only juniors and seniors, attend the official blood mm -hmm. sacrifices. Obviously not enough I mean, that's information how I do was it. put into this episode for us. No, we need no episodes. Yeah. All of these episodes are lacking. Always questions. Yeah. Some, some clapping. Some clapping in the audience for that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, um, what else I got? <laughs> I really liked how you all are. This is a note that I wrote while sitting. You guys look like little newscasters when you... <laughs> we do? Arrange your papers. Wow. <laughs> Which cast member of the newsroom, am I? The I hope one global newsroom we all know. Oh no, no, the, the no. show, the TV no. show, the TV show. Yeah, news? the TV show. I don't watch that. Shit. I don't know. I'm <laughs> sorry, I brought it up. I am deeply never... sorry, I brought it up. But I hope I'm Olivia Munn. I hope I'm Olivia Munn. Okay. <laughs> sorry. So at this point in the podcast, Jenny quite unexpectedly dropped a huge spoiler on our audience unintentionally and we've taken it out but we did want to share with you the audience's response to that spoiler so i should really get going right now what who so goodbye and it's a good thing we're not recording this okay and with that 
We want to apologize to anyone who is in our audience who had not yet seen the full series and take you right back into the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Regal Cinemas. If you're anything like me, you deeply enjoy going to the movies. Going to the movies is probably among my top three all-time activities. I love seeing films on the big screen. I also love being around other people who are watching the same movie with me at the same time. And of course, I love eating giant buckets of popcorn. If you feel the same and you like going to the theater, Regal Unlimited is something that just makes sense. Regal Unlimited is the all-you-can-watch movie subscription pass. It pays for itself in two movie visits. You can see any standard 2D movie anytime, no blackout dates, no restrictions. When you want to watch a movie in 4DX or IMAX or RPX or ScreenX, there's so many ways to watch movies these days, your Regal Unlimited membership gets you into those premium experiences at a reduced cost. And with Regal Unlimited, you don't only save money on the tickets, you will also save on your snacks. And as previously mentioned, I love snacks. The only thing that can make me love a snack more is saving money on buying a snack. Members get 10% off of all non-alcoholic concession items with membership. Regal Unlimited, all you can watch movie subscription pass. It pays for itself in two visits. So if you're planning to see two movies this month, join Regal Unlimited and sign up now. You can sign up in the Regal app or on regmovies.com slash unlimited. Sign up for Regal Unlimited using code buffering and earn 10% off your three-month subscription. Please let us know about all of the movies you see and how the popcorn is. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you have not read Harry Potter, just raise your hand feebly. Okay. It's okay. Okay, then I can't tell this Maybe story. Maybe just earmuffs. Maybe just no, earmuffs no, no, and no. hum quietly God to yourself. Forbid we spoil something else for these wonderful people. <laughs> that wouldn't be ideal. No, no, no. I have a story. Come talk to me later, and I'll tell you. I don't want to spoil anything, but something horrible happened to me during my read of Harry Potter. Actually, if you've read Harry Potter, you can imagine the worst spoil of all. Someone tweeted that back at me. When you were like, I'm reading book one. I, yep, I was like, I'm so excited. I'm finally reading Harry oh, Potter. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was trying to figure out yeah. what it would be, but I think I got it. Yeah. What kind of fucking monster? What kind of monster? What kind of monster? <laughs> Oh my god, maybe it was. I'm gonna go back and check. Yeah. Um, Brittany. Yes. 
Um, I really do want to hear your fake laugh before you go, but is there, do you have any other things you would like to discuss with us? Um, just one, which is, <laughs> do they ever bother to explain, like, in future episodes, how these things work at all? Because, like, how does the <laughs> reptile control the economy? <laughs> <laughs> is he just like a good luck charm like they just like rub him and then right. they have good luck and that's how it works yeah 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 I, they don't explain it yeah do, are they like throwing newspapers down does he have like a does he know like is he informed on the stocks yeah does he like know the Dow Jones <laughs> he looks like the kind of reptile that would like mm-hmm. I, I could imagine him having some intel yeah but really that you got that vibe I could see him reading the Wall Street Journal yeah <laughs> Okay, I will. I mean, we so, saw him all agitated, but I'm talking about like in the morning. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Like right after the feeding, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's probably very hungry because they only feed him once a year. Yeah, but mm. three. three. Three people three. have to last a while, right? Mm-hmm. And how'd they come up? They, did they do four? And he was like, oh, I'm four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first five years were just like, yeah. uh, one wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. But five He's like, I got many. weird poops when yeah. we did five. <laughs> you know, I really did not think we were going to talk about snake monster poops today. <laughs> and yet. And yet, here we are. Also, one more favorite moment is when that dude is clearly about to sexually assault her. And the other one comes in and is like, no, no, no. Right? Because, like, that's not okay, but killing, killing her is fine. Yeah. And so he's slapping her across the face and calling her a bitch. That's fine, yeah. too. I but got you're a the pervert. impression that it wasn't like, don't sexually assault her because sexual assault is bad. I got the impression oh, it was more it like, worked. don't sexually assault the sacrifice, which has to be pure. That was like the horrible. Right, right. It was fine. It's a really important distinction. <laughs> well, hmm. it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. It's important because the patriarchy. I mean, this was a terrifying episode. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It really was. Like, I mean, we watched it first and second time today, and the first time through, I was like, oh boy, is this ever relevant? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. I think that's it. I can do my fake laugh now if you guys need me to go. <laughs> we need it. We oh, need the one laugh. more. One more. This is just a general thing. Um, so 60 degrees, that rule. I think that that just all white people should take that to heart. Wait, what? <laughs> that you have to, it has to be 60 degrees for you to wear shorts outside. Oh. <laughs> you guys, as a people, don't dress weather appropriate. <laughs> I, I will let my parents know that they did the right thing. They did, yeah. I did. Okay, great. Wow. Uh, I guess I'll do a fake laugh that I think like belongs in the episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Brittany Nichols, Thanks. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that was an eventful. It's okay. It's okay, Jenny. It's going to be okay. Oh, man. You guys, just to tell you like a little something about Jenny, like if Jenny turns on a red light and wasn't supposed to, it's something that haunts her for like years. So this is what's happened here is going to require a lot of attention and love from everyone. <laughs> it's going to hold my hand. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I took something away from some people. No, it's okay, though. It's okay. They, they know, it wasn't like what happened to me. It wasn't intentional, it was an accident. And everybody loves you. Look all those loving faces. 
Thanks, guys. Sorry, sorry guys. Sorry. Um, right. That was that was actually yeah, actually for you. Um, one thing I want to say is that I was when we were watching the snake arise for the first time. Also, reptile, fine, but he looks like a snake. Um, well, snake I, is a reptile, right? Well, yeah, but well, was it chill? It's calm. So I can call him a snake. Oh yeah. Right. Look at. I mean. What else are you going to call that thing? I don't know. I just didn't want to be wrong. I know I'm in the company of like some reptile experts. So yeah, no, they, might, they might know something that we don't know. Yeah, I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, but I was like, wow, this makeup or I mean, I know it's more than makeup. But there's like a lot of makeup happening is so amazing. And then I was like, oh, it's like total snake up. And I got really excited <laughs> for myself. <laughs> so maybe I should go into stand up, you know? <laughs> I've got it. Yeah, you're ready. <laughs> you're definitely ready. <laughs> um, what else do you have to say, uh, Jennifer? <sighs> that was for May. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm not sure where you're... <laughs> you have different breaks than Shuffling. I... Than you, I can, you can say anything um, you want, even if it's out of order. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read on Wikipedia Then in the final um, battle scene... Um, or no, post battle, right? When Angel's like got Tom by the Tom Warner by the arms, and he's like leading him out. The original uh, concept from David Greenwald was that um, oh yeah, Makita would still be alive and would like sort of come down and and uh, just devour him. Like oh, no sacrifice, you're the sacrifice, ha. Yeah. Uh, but then there was like a it was not possible with the CGI <laughs> slash time slash money. I don't know if, you, if some of you have seen. The CGI in all seven seasons, this whole thing. Uh, but they did what they could, and I wish that Tom had died at the yeah. end. You could tell, I, like, I, when you said that, I was like, that makes sense. Because the scene where they, like, scurry him up the steps is, like, It's not really? satisfying. Is that what happens? It's not like... You know the Sunnydale cops are going to be like, no, no. Although they didn't, actually. Consecutive got, life consecutive sentences. Consecutive life sentences. They save it all up. They just, they save it all up. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry. Now that, who said we looked like newscasters? Brittany. Now I just felt like a newscaster. Um, also, I want to talk about how verbal Cordelia always is in the face <laughs> of danger. <laughs> like every time she's like, but what are you going to do? Who's first? First for what? Like she just never, <laughs> she never stops talking. And I love it so much. I just, you know, it's good stuff. It's really good. Well, I think she's used to getting answers when she wants them, you know, yeah. in most situations. Yeah. Um, and we, we talk about Cordelia a lot, um, but I, I think that we're always going to talk about Cordelia a lot, but I feel that certain characters are really getting their like feet under them firmly. Um, Willow had a fucking What a great episode! Listen, my second audio clip is just Willow's rant, because I, right? Because I like played it so many times in my brain, and I love it so much, so let's just all listen together if my phone will ever stop telling me to get on Wi-Fi. Okay. Why do you think she went to that party? Because you gave her the brush off. And you never let her do anything except work and patrol. And I know she's the chosen one, but you're killing her with the pressure. I mean, she's 16 going on 40. And you, I mean, you're gonna live forever. You don't have time for a cup of coffee? My favorite thing, my favorite, that she like says and you to Giles and then like gets angry and is like, and you! And says it again. <laughs> really great. It's really, really Right? Really and she great. doesn't even, and she had another thing that I didn't even talk about. Oh yeah, where she's like, where they're in the, um, 
the frat house or whatever we're calling it, and she just screams like, guys, Buffy, Snake, basement, now! She <laughs> <laughs> really rallies everybody. Just really excited about Willow overall in this episode. Oh my god. Also, when like the Scoobies have assembled and they're about to um, go inside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> somewhere there's a better word for that, but regardless. Um, and Xander comes up behind them and he's all like, I'm Xander in a robe. And... Willow's like, piece of information. And Giles is like, other piece of information. And then Angel's like, with Buffy. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a really good one. Dude can say he doesn't want to get a cup of coffee a lot. Yeah. But certain. Well, it's always the ones who pretend they don't care that care the most. This This is not about. Anybody except one 241-year-old vampire. I'm just saying. I'm an expert. I have a type, you know? (laughs) Oh, my God. Also, Angel, how do you shave? Yes. Yeah. And he just ignores the question, which is especially... Yeah, so rude and very frustrating for those of us who... Also, Giles doesn't want to know. Giles is right there. Like, I feel like the real Giles would push the issue. I think Giles knows, because Giles and Angel... All right. They've got something going on, the Sexual Tension Award. Oh, Yeah. I um, actually, I think we should bring our third guest uh, up to discuss the Sexual Tension yes. Award. <laughs> Gabby Dunn, so honored. Wait, you have to read. Read, now, my, read my bio in front of okay, me. Okay, it's written. It's read actually it to me. It's written for Jenny to read it. So <clears throat> this is a dream I've had. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Go on, Jenny. Uh, our last guest, you. Cool. is many things to many people. Uh, she's an actor, a comedian, activist, author, and blogger. And she's the host. Sorry, I saw blogger uh, in your Wikipedia article. Really? <laughs> yeah. It says that? On, when was it written? I don't know. 2009. I didn't, I didn't look the... I didn't, I didn't source it. Yeah, but it felt, okay. it felt right. And wrong. I've blogged before. Yeah, I thought you might have. <laughs> uh, she's the, the host of a fantastic podcast called Bad With Money. And uh, she's one half of the sketch comedy duo Just Between Us. She co-wrote... A YA novel called I Hate Everyone But You that's coming out in September. And one time she danced up to me in a feather bow and told me she was a very famous millennial and then danced away back into the night. Please welcome to the stage, Gabby Dunn. I like, I like that claim to fame because I don't remember doing it, but it checks out. <laughs> it's really Super it. on brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna become one of the like legacy Gabby Dunn stories. I think. I have gonna... no. I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's when most legacy stories I, I think know. are yeah. made. You yes. Know? Yes. I know. Yeah. Yes. And also, I think also. Oh no, it wasn't you guys. It was Carly and Robin who kissed, and then I yelled, "Ew, mom and dad, gross." Sam, <laughs> <laughs> by it. Yeah, Carly. <laughs> Carly checks that story out from yep. the audience. Yep. I'm wearing my Sunnydale shirt. Yeah. Also, you you are our first second time guest, right? Because I forced myself onto this show. (laughs) (laughs) We we had the most like polite. It was so polite. That was what was. It was so on brand for me, where I was like, "Kristen, am I on the show?" And then she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry if you thought you were like I don't know." And I was like, "I'll be there at seven, and I will be on the show." I'm shocked you have a bio ready. Yeah, well, Jenny labored. She labored over it. Yeah. Um, well, so you know, because you've been on the show before, that we give the Sexual Tension Award to mm-hmm. 
you know, whomever. I was going to say, what a fitting sexual tension award for uh, another spoiler, two people who do bone later on. I was just trying to help you. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know so everybody Making up spoilers. I don't know. I was like, maybe if I pretend that it actually, yeah, they so actually sweet. do happen, that and then really everyone nice. could like act like, oh my god, that really does happen, and then you could leave it in. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. To like take the pressure off her. So nice. And then yes. everybody's like, I can't believe Gabby Dunn did that thing. I can't believe she ruined yeah. that <laughs> Giles and Angel fuck. It's <laughs> my favorite plot, plot line of the whole show. Wow. Yeah. Favorite one. No, wow. I, I just didn't see it coming, but if you go back to the earlier episodes, it really makes sense. Yeah. 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 They, they did some such groundwork. a good job laying the groundwork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I, I have chosen the sexual tension uh, nominee, <clears throat> but I, you know... Subject to approval. Subject to board. approval. I, I would like to give the sexual tension award to the entire frat house. Oh, my God. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. First of all, when they dressed Xander up as a lady, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> Why is everything so gay? Right? First of all, okay, they wear those outfits because they're rich. Mm-hmm. Have you never seen that movie with Brendan Fraser and he goes to a, sco- a rich school and then Matt Damon's there and then they make fun of him for being Jewish? What is it called? School time. I haven't. I haven't okay. seen it. Anyway, I went to a Jewish day school. They made us watch it like three times a year. Because <laughs> it's like, we're supposed to like learn about anti-Semitism. So anyway, um, so like Matt Damon's there and then they're like mad. It's like kind of like Dead Poet Society but with anti-Semitism. And then like <laughs> Brendan Fraser's like a Jew has to work in the kitchen. It's like really sad for him. So anyway, um, but so in that they all are all wearing ties and stuff. So that's what it reminded me. They're like they're like rich frat rich frat, yeah. So they dress like that. Yeah. Then also also in school ties for some reason they all shower together. Unclear. But <laughs> I, I, have I wonder an idea. why. I have an idea. But so I imagine this frat as well showers together because <laughs> they're like it was just like very like it was it's all just always very sexualized and then it's like so weird that they're like there's a guy here we don't know put him in a bra. <laughs> what? And make him dance. A, like. br- a bra with also with the boobs already. So like, why did you have that? Who's just ready to go? And then, like, a wig. Like, here's what I imagine. They're all taking turns wearing the bra and the wig and having sex with each other, obviously, right? Like, that's a thing that's happening. 100%. Yeah. And then also, like, the Tom Warner, Tom Warner, Tom Brady, whatever that guy's name is. (laughs) He has to to get shirtless for them to, like, carve things into his back. Very sexual. It's basically like when you do a shot off of somebody's body. It's just just modified for sacrifice. Also, why do they have those chains in the basement? Like, what's going on? Also... Because they only use them one day a year for this thing. No, they're doing some kinky shit. Yeah, yeah, on the other 364 days a year unused. Right. Right. And then also, now here's my question. Did they build their frat on top of the lizard's house? Or was it by accident? Or was it like, like they bought it and then the realtor was like, there's something you should know. And they were like, we'll take it. And then they like went downstairs and they were like, my dad's stocks aren't doing too well. What? And then they like put a penny into the well to like make a wish. And then the lizard was like, ouch. And then he was like, what? Who is it? And he came up. He was like, I grant wishes or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like how did they find out? Did they rub him and then he was like, Whoa, like all of a sudden, I'm well, were they already wealthy? I, I, I don't know. It's the age old question, Gabby. What came first, yeah. the lizard or the frat house? 
you know, we could just go around and around. I assume you know? every frat house has a lizard yeah. that's just like, <laughs> and they're just, that's how they're getting away with all the raping. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, did you go to frat parties? Have you been to frat parties? Yeah, but I went to Emerson, which is like a, a gay feel-goodery. Oh, you guys have been there too? Yeah, it's just like a homosexual feel-goodery. So like, so like at the frats there are just like, we're a co-ed frat. We're a, so, so, what is it, Ferority. No, yeah. they actually are called oh, yeah. Ferority. Like we don't believe in gender, so we just have like, it's mostly just a hang. It's not even a frat. Wow. Yeah. That's then, remarkable. Yeah, and then there's like some kids play Quidditch and live in a house together. Yes. <laughs> It's so nerdy. But yeah, and then like there was like a wiffle ball team I think that had a house, unclear. But yeah. But like so I went to like a frat party, but like did I? Right. Yeah, no. No, definitely not. It was not. like a frat party with like four dudes playing Magic the Gathering in the corner and everyone was like, "Those are our friends, leave them alone." God, I would have had so much more fun at frat parties if I went to your frat parties. Yeah. I mean, I was on the newspaper staff and we actually called ourselves New 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 and we were like we were like ragers. Like there was hazing. Like the 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 newspaper staff that I was on was did more hazing than anything else that I've ever. Like those kids journalism students party hard because their major is dying. Right. Right, right. You got to get it all. Yeah. Got to get it all out. We were all like no jobs left. <laughs> we're bloggers now. <laughs> Uh, One time, this has nothing to do with Buffy. One time we made a drink in the bathtub called The Force. <laughs> what was the drink? It's a 30 rack of beers, a handle of vodka, a handle of whiskey, and then fruit punch. Oh. And then you drink it with a ladle. Yeah, you know what, Gabby, you have been to a frat party. It's a newspaper kid. Yeah, that's, that's wow. true. That is exactly what I drank. Yeah, they, it was my party. house. It was my bathtub. Wow. <laughs> Those stains don't come up. Anyway. Oh, yeah, fruit punch in the bathtub. You got a red bathtub. What a ring. For the rest of your... How do you explain serious. that to your landlord? Oh. You couldn't, you know what I, I mean? used? A fucking lizard in the basement. <laughs> Help! I need my deposit back. I like that in your version of having the lizard, he would help you clean your bathtub. <laughs> and it wouldn't be about wealth. It would just be like, and Gabby's house is always so clean. I have a podcast about being shitty with money. Like, it wouldn't occur to me. Like, I would just be like, can you clean this up? The floor's very sticky. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, sorry. I really, I mean, I feel like we've covered a lot. No. <laughs> I, think, I really think we have. It's um, had nothing to do with the show. I mean, that's great. That's the best kind of conversation. All I right. mean, you know, where you're like talking about Buffy and then all of a sudden you're talking about bathtub punch. <laughs> yeah. It's a real examination of the human mind, don't <laughs> How do you feel about this episode? Like, do you like, is this an episode? Is this one of your top, one of your bottom, one you don't remember very much? It's, I did not remember it that much, but it's weird because it, it, I liked it when I watched it. I also, I don't love the CGI monsters. Like, I don't love, like, I, I, I was like, all right, that's a guy in makeup, and he's kind of standing. And then I had also read the Wikipedia page. Yeah. And I, so it was like, then I knew that their budget got all messed up because of mm -hmm. the CGI, and then I just felt bad about that. Oh, the because they, they spent the budget on the CGI, it didn't work? And yeah, they spent oh. all the budget on the CGI, and presumably, like, hiring all those frat extras. 
And then it was like, what do you have? Then everyone's pay got cut, I presume. Oh, wow. So I don't know. That's sad. Yeah, see, I don't understand TV. I was like, oh, yeah, they did all that stuff, and then they couldn't use it. But everything was fine. I don't, you know, I didn't think no, about yeah, it. No, yeah, I just did. I, I, and then, but I liked, um, I, you know, it was interesting parallel to, so she had one drink, right? And it was interesting parallel to another episode that comes later when mm -hmm. Buffy's in college. So it seems like the Buffy writers anti-alcohol Teeto yeah. teetotalers yeah yeah <laughs> Teeto yeah because i mean it, it is a thing to see buffy walk in and be like or oh, is there alcohol in this that i'm not gonna have it like yeah. that was not an, an experience i had in high school and willow saying no to alcohol yeah i don't yeah. we're gonna every, every had... family that listens to this together they're like well and then we lost them no but then <laughs> sorry don't do things bad don't do bad things but then when i she had one drink and she got drugged Mm -hmm. So that's a PSA. Yeah. Yeah, you never know what drink also, is going to have it. if you, and if she's, I'm sorry, this is victim blaming, but if she's drugged, then they both, their instinct was to walk up the stairs? Get out of that house! I, well, I, I thought that was very interesting. Th that was a very unbelievable thing to me that they would go choose to climb a flight of stairs right. feeling like that. But what was very believable to me was when she bumped into the statue and said she was sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I have been been there before. It's like a real life horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the house. Yeah. Turn go outside. Stay with yeah. people. Do something. She just wanted to be a normal girl at a frat party yeah. with men in ties. And as we learn over <laughs> and over again, she will never be able to be a normal girl. I know, because she's the slayer. She's the chosen one. So yeah. there you have What's it. What's Cordy's excuse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain her. We I liked left. when she was like, weird shit always happens around you guys. <laughs> I hate you guys. I have that I have that written down where she's like, where is it? Where is it? I hate you guys. You guys, I hate you guys. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> I hate you. Because it sounded like she was going to say, I love you guys. No, I hate you guys. There was some foreshadowing with her sexual tensions, too. Mm hmm mm hmm Because she and Buffy have sex. You heard it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, her and Willow already had sex in the utility closet. Twice! As we have discussed at length. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of sex coming up. Specifically gay sex. Yes. Actually, there's no straight sex in... It's pretty weird. It's, yeah. I mean, that's why the series is so celebrated, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it won so many GLAAD awards. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny's so mad. Are you mad? No. You're crinkling your paper like I'm upsetting you. I'm not. You d don't know what it means when <laughs> I crinkle paper. I'm, I, this is a joyful crinkling. I, like, I can't figure out if no one will ever come to a live taping of ours again or if we'll have like a thousand people at the next live. I can't figure out which way it it's going to go. It is mysterious. You know? Very unpredictable up here. I'm having a great time. Um, Gabby, <laughs> Gabby will so, be back. Gabby will be back. Thank goodness. Oh, also, I want so this ties into the end scene at the bronze. But Jonathan, <gasps> Jonathan, Jonathan gets a name. Yeah, the famous Danny Strong. Oh yeah, that so guy great. works so much in this town. <laughs> Do you guys know that he's like a screenwriter and shit? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. He's anything. like mad successful. Did wow. he win an Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, he won a goddamn For Oscar. For Mad Men. For you know, he wrote. What did he write? He wrote the butler. The butler. Oh, he what? wrote the butler? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's out of control. Wow, if you're that, like I think I, I, someone I know, or I maybe I, I can't remember. Somebody saw that guy at working on a screenplay at a coffee shop, and I was like, yeah, of course, that's all he does. He's so successful. Wow. We're all fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> you need to follow in the footsteps of Jonathan. Do you think like Sarah Michelle Gellar is like? 
If I, who would win an Oscar from Buffy? That guy. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. Like, David Boreanaz is pissed. <laughs> Gabby. What? Have you um, prepared for your fake laugh? Well, both, both people prior to me did low fake laughs. Uh-huh. So I thought maybe I would go real high with it. Yeah. And do like a you know, just to like mix it up. Thank you. That I feel like you think ahead because now when we do the mashup of the fake laughs. Oh, good. You know, we'll and have. And make it a ringtone. Yes, we'll have something to work with. Yeah. I know what you guys are up to. <laughs> Wait, what's your sexual attention award? That's what we did when you sat down. I gave oh, it to all the frat. I gave oh, it to all the, the frat, frat boys. But On your you paper, it kind of looks like you gave it to Gabby. <laughs> It's just Gabby, sexual tension award. You better be, well, I mean, that's obviously true. Anyone who's been to A-Camp knows that. But, yeah, also, yeah. Uh, I, but also, I don't mean to infringe on your relationship with Brittany Nichols. Oh, and my yeah. relationship with Brittany Nichols. All of our collective relationships. Everyone's relationship in their heart and with minds Brittany with Brittany Nichols. Nichols. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's a hard. So it's Can a, I just say I filmed something with Brittany, or not, I filmed something the day after Brittany Nichols, and, and I got to set, and they were like, you know who was here yesterday? Brittany Nichols. And I was like, cool. And every girl on set was like, she's dreamy. <laughs> what's that about? They were like losing their minds. Like, what's, what's her deal? And I was like, are you straight? And they were like, I thought I was. <laughs> anyway, I got to hear about how hot Brittany was for like the whole time I was on set. Yeah, I mean, probably anytime you go anywhere. I feel like no matter where I go, yeah. you know, people are just like, have you heard of Brittany Nichols? Because I would like to talk to you about how attractive. <laughs> yeah, She's so she mad at me is. right now. But that's really what happened, Brittany. <laughs> Sorry, Brittany, we did not build you an escape hatch. <laughs> um, Gabby Dunn, thank you for being oh, on our podcast again. Oh, it's not, oh, oh, no, no. It's not. I miss you already. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Okay, so... <laughs> Good job. Great, great, great. Good work. Great, great. Everybody's great. Everybody's so great. Well, we talked about a lot of the things um, that we had left to talk about at the end of the episode. Jonathan getting a name. Cordelia saying, I hate you guys. Um, the only thing I had really left to talk about was how the episode ends, which is... Um, Coffee date! Yeah. Maybe. And not only just a date that is made, but a date where Buffy has the last line and she's like, I'll think about it. Yeah. What a great way to end this episode, hmm. you know? Seriously. What a, what a great way. Do you, did we forget anything that you wanted to say before we... Gosh, no. Okay. We well, hit it all and then some. <clears throat> all right, well, tell the good people who you are. The people in the microphone. Everyone here knows who you are. Dear people in the microphone, I am Jenny Owen Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And while our three guests come back to the stage to wolf howl us out together, we will let you know that you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Buffering Cast. Brittany is too busy Snapchatting. <laughs> to Wolf Howl. Yeah, just gather. Just You oh, can yeah, just yeah. surround the mic. Come like, uh, Yeah, there yeah. we go. Are we ready for this? Also, audience, feel free to howl along. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Till next... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to all howl like a wolf. Got it. Till next time. Ow!
just extra hard this week Angels mixed messages and giles laying into me Feeling like I can barely breathe Just need to get away and blow off some Slayer's steam Cordelia has a plan tonight She's got one car and two invites Choose not to care and so I lie To Giles, fuck it All I wanted was a normal night up at this dang frat party What I got was a heaping scoop of the demon lizard patriarchy I'm supposed to be These guys are playing the part of assholes masterfully Tom seemed like he was the nice one Until I woke up in the basement all chained up Cordelia isn't helpful but she's great at talking through crisis Chains off, I'll tear this snake right up Uh-huh, fuck it All I wanted was a normal night off at this dang frat party up metaphorically or literally to make gains financially cause if you do we'll come for you one thing I'll say is you might not see us till it's too late fuck it all I wanted was a normal night off at this dang frat party Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. 
I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio.